Hey everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect. This is episode 31 and today's date is February 10th, 2020 and I am Duds or Duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs. And I am Jimbo, also known as Jimbo Slice. In this episode we're going to be covering all the latest Minecraft 1.16 snapshot news. But first, what have you been up to this week, Duds? Yeah, I ended up finishing up the iron farm. It was a funny story. So I took Friday off of work. Because basically for the past week and a half, I just felt like trash. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking Friday off. I'm going to rest. I'm going to recoup. Yeah. Nice long weekend. I ended up spending Friday cleaning carpets and then finishing an iron farm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because I just couldn't sit still and rest. So Yeah, that's opposite of rest, duds. Yeah, so I ended up finishing my iron farm episode. Was able to put it out early Saturday morning. Uh, it seems well received, considering I haven't put an episode out since like Christmas. So yeah, yeah, I was able to see that. I like how you fit that inside that room right there. I'm surprised there's enough room. Yeah, I'm um, glad the iron farms are a little more compact. Yeah, it, and it is defunct. I still haven't gotten rid of the uh, Nitwit villagers. Hmm. I'm thinking about doing that on a live stream because watching me fail at that and fall into my own lava trap will be fun. Um, other than that, I went ahead That's and awesome. I've started to make a carrot and potato farm using the bees. Ooh, okay. So, well, I shouldn't say started. I've got the planning done. I just need to start building it in survival. So, yeah, do you have to test it and everything, make sure everything worked out? Yeah. Um, the way I'm getting rid of the carrots and potatoes or transferring the carrots and potatoes is different than what I did last time. Last time I was using... That whole lighting trick. Suze. Hey. She just doesn't stop. It wouldn't be an episode without her <laughs> making noise. But yeah. yeah, I was using the lighting trick for the carrot potato farm last time. This time, I'm going to use the whole uh, community aspect of the villagers. Where, like, at a certain time, the villagers all go meet by a bell and hang out and talk and all that kinds of stuff. So, my plan is yeah. to have one villager behind a couple hopper minecarts and so when my farming villager is like oh hey it's time to go chill out by the bell he'll see that villager be like oh that villager is hungry here's some carrots and throw some carrots at it but the hopper minecarts will snatch the carrots before it gets to that villager and go ahead and put it in my storage system yeah intercepted, intercepted. and the bees help the, the bees help fertilize yeah. all this help yeah. the crops grow faster yep yeah. They're just kind of there for fun, so I say I can play with bees. I don't know if I'm one of making any kind of like honey harvesting contraption yet. I need to see what those are all about, and then I'll decide if I want to add that, or if I just kind of want to do a manual, go get some hive stuff, snip, whatever. Smoke them out and all that good jazz. Yeah, yeah until I need to use the honey block or the, with the honeycomb block, I don't think I'm going to be messing with them until then. Yeah. But I know also, there's a lot of uses for him. My uh, XP spawn thing, I, you can tell at the beginning of the episode, the stupid flying arm broke again. Like, I don't know what's my luck with flying machines. Huh. Yeah, but I did see that. It breaks all the time. I'm assuming it's because, like, I'm logging off or whatever while it's, like, mid flight or something. Yeah, maybe the loading and unloading mechanics. Maybe. maybe that's it's messing so dumb. with it. I think I'm just going to put it on a button 
so I can look over and be like, oh, my bamboo's high. Push the button. Yeah. I don't know. What is it, like an observer sensor now? Yeah, it's yeah. a day and night. So whenever it turns day, it runs. Oh, okay. And whenever it turns night, it runs. Because yeah, it was so it was... small. I was like, oh, I probably need to make this run multiple times to make sure I get enough bamboo. Yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say you shouldn't shouldn't be loading up that much if it's only night and day but i get it now yeah but what about you what have you been up to this week well i i I had to go check out the new snapshot that's one thing that's pretty Mm -hmm. much all the minecraft i did you know i had to go and check out the nether see about you know all the new stuff that's in there that we're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. uh mainly uh you know i i got this surgery coming up with my left eye, of course, you know, we all know that it, it's a uh, p- very poor sight right now. But uh, yeah. they uh, they mentioned the surgery, they're going to have to put a belt around my eye. Mm. Now, I'm not sure what that entails, but they did say, the doctor did say it's going to be pretty painful. My eye will be swollen shut for a couple weeks at the least. So... Ooh, yeah, I gotta kind of get prepped for that. But that's that's yeah. uh, in March, mid March, so I should be okay there. Uh, besides that, uh, me and me and my wife been enjoying our time down here playing Seven Days to Die because that's who her new favorite game. So I've been playing it with her, and I've mm-hmm. been getting into that. But uh, this definitely the Minecraft snapshot kind of snapped me back to Minecraft there for a little bit, and I'm loving what I see. Oh yeah. And uh, like we said earlier, that's the topic for the episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking a lot about it. Matter of fact, if you don't have anything else, we'll go ahead and hop into the news so we can get yeah. to that bulk of the 116 stuff. So for the news, we're just going to go over the features they added, and then we're going to dissect more of 116 stuff a little bit later. So okay. obviously, Snapshot came out. They've added new nether blocks, lots of them. New woods, new bricks, all that kind of stuff. Some uh, fancy, rare blocks that mm-hmm. I'm kind of upset about, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> You've got the new biomes, the Crimson Forest, the Warped Forest, Soul Sand Valley. Soul Sand Valley is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it's got to probably be my favorite. Yeah. They added the Hoglins. They don't really work right now, but they have mm-hmm. flappy ears. Also, pigmen now have flappy ears. Were, so like, were, were those on the snapshot? I don't think the, they're in the snapshot yet. Okay, I was just about to say, I think they're looking to upgrade that skin as well. Yeah, I think I saw it on a tweet, like it, like the official Minecraft Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they posted that zombie pigmen are going to be changed to like zombie piglin. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna get the flappy ears too. Was this recently that tweet? I remember a long uh, time ago seeing that. Two, three days I saw it. Okay, yeah, I remember when they were talking about the update. There was pictures of the new pigmen. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll be pigmen or hog hogmen. They called hogmen? them zombie piglins. Okay, so you'd have like the piglins, and now you'd have zombie piglins. Yeah, the humanoid oh. type of pig. I really like the idea of putting the flappy ears on the zombie uh, piglins. My only problem with this 
is you remember back when they changed the horse model they said the horse model was too detailed and it wasn't minecraft like hmm. and now they keep coming out with more and more detailed models yeah and we still have this stupid ugly horse model yeah it's like please revert That's back to point. the better horse model yeah, I never thought I about that. It's probably because the model probably came from a modded uh, or a mod pack. And they just didn't want to keep referencing the mod pack. So the Mojang dev team is probably like, hey, make your own model so we can not reference this mod pack anymore or something. I don't know. I don't know what goes on, but give me a red dragon. And give me a better looking horse. Yeah. There's That'll my keep one you quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, another cool thing is uh, pillager patrols are no longer going to spawn when a player is close to any village. Uh, that was kind of a big thing for me because my biggest worry was I was always going to get a patrol next to a village and I'd kill the patrol and accidentally walk into the village and start a raid. Mm-hmm. So now you won't have that anymore, which is funny because now that I made an iron farm, my base is technically a village. Which means no more pillager patrols near my base. Yeah, that's always a plus. At the same time, a funny thing that comes with making an iron farm now. So this is the first time I've done it since 114. And obviously now when you make an iron farm, it's just to trick the game that that's a village and that village needs an iron golem and that's how you do the farm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what else spawns in villages? Cats. Cats. Oh, man. So every once in a while, you'll see a cat get spawned into my iron farm and get eaten up by the lava or die. (laughs) But I've also found that more uh, cats spawn outside of the farm, just randomly in my base and run around. Oh, no. Um, It's always one at a time, so it's not that big of a deal. It's not like there's a ton of cats everywhere. Okay. Um, So I'm not really worried about it. It's kind of cool. It gives a little bit of atmosphere, and if I find a jelly cat, I'm go- I'm gonna save it. Yeah, it's kind of like what cat we got today, you know? Let's yeah. check. But yeah, at first I was like, oh no, this is gonna get kind of annoying. I don't like a bunch of animals running around my base. The sounds annoy me. Mm-hmm. But it's just one cat, and it basically runs away from me every time it sees me. So yeah, it keeps creepers away too. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got cornelius to help with that kind of stuff and he doesn't do jack but kill the guy i don't want him to yeah kill. yeah <laughs> i saw that oh that was too good yeah i'm glad you kept that in the video <laughs> i thought about getting rid of it and i was like no i'll just get rid of the fact that i had to bring another one all the way up like that whole yeah. segment took close to an hour because the second time i went to do it i was like nope i'm getting a boat ready he's getting in a mine cart I'm getting my name tag ready. Mm-hmm. So, but they also added netherite, which is super interesting. And we're going to be talking probably a lot about that. Yes. In the main show. Also, walls do not have gaps anymore when stacked vertically. This is probably my biggest disappointment. I really like the gap. And I may be in the minority, but if you okay, look at I knew what you mean. I, I couldn't, I couldn't think what what you meant right there the wall block yes yeah. when placed next to each other yeah there's no gap or on top of each other right mm-hmm. stacked on top yeah vertically when i do uh, my pillars i like to do 
a log on either side of a wall and then stack the wall on top of each other and then put like a light behind the wall so it kind of creates this little glow through the wall it's like my favorite way of doing a pillar and now that's gonna be gone i think so yeah i don't i've never tried it i you wouldn't imagine if the block covers the whole area the light wouldn't shine through well, I wasn't even sure if the light actually shone through uh, legitimately. But if you put a sea lantern behind it, you could always see that white blue tint behind yeah. it. And I always thought that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I know there's a lot of cool redstone things you can do with it now. Like you can uh, lift a signal and lower a signal really far now vertically. You're not using a piston with slime blocks and a redstone thing anymore i did see that i never really paid attention too much how it works yeah. but so if you have three walls and they're mm-hmm. stacked on each other vertically 20 blocks heck you could do 200 blocks if you really want to and then you have a piston at the top push a full block over the middle block it'll change the uh model for that middle row vertically the entire length so if you have an observer looking at that middle block basically mm. anywhere um it's gonna obviously do an update and send out a signal it'll send it all the way through the walls huh yeah huh i remember so. they did that with leaves the signal would go through the leaf blocks at one point that was a mm-hmm. bug so i'm curious if they'll fix that I think they decided to leave it in. Oh, okay. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I don't remember seeing anything about it being fixed. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard much about it. I do. I do see another bug that the new update has, and that's the gas spawns. It seems like because they're, I think they're concentrating uh, some of these mobs in certain areas. Gas can spawn anywhere, I guess. And uh, hmm. they're definitely, gas are taking advantage of that, that's for sure. So I don't know if, I imagine that's a bug, because it just, just seems like way too many gas out there to actually even explore or adventure out. I was going to say, I know in Soul Sand Valley, like, gas spawn there a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking about it, you're right, because pigmen don't spawn everywhere anymore. They only spawn mm-hmm. in, like, the Crimson Forest yeah. and I think uh, just Wasteland. I think just the crimson now. I could be wrong, but I know the the piglins only uh they only spawn in the crimson forest. Can't remember yeah. where I heard that, but I think I heard that they only spawn there. I could be wrong. We'll we'll have to keep looking into it. Yeah, I know they don't spawn in the warped. I don't see anything spawn in the warped to be honest. Uh, except Endermen for do. Enderman, yeah, yeah, Enderman. Yeah, I liked how. Uh... Moyang promoted the warped area as the peaceful part of the nether. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what it's like to have ten intermen around you? There is no yeah. peace happening there. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of it for the snapshot news per se. Like I said, we're going to dissect all of 116 in the main yeah. topic. But let's get some listener comments because we actually have a couple today. So do you want to go ahead and read yours first, Jimbo? Uh, yeah, sure. We have a comment from uh, Frankly Quirrell. Squirrel. I, squirrel? That's well, my there's no... I, I typed it wrong. Okay. <laughs> there's no S. 
Uh, frankly, Squirrel asks, we haven't seen a, uh, what's that, Bastine Forest? Is that uh, right? Fortress. Fortress? Yeah. Bastine, is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. I just know they're referencing like a, for, a fortress or yeah. a castle. That's why I put that in parentheses for you. Okay. We haven't seen a fortress for piglins yet. I wonder if ancient debris is a clue as of what they'll be made of. Or even more new blocks to come, he asked. Um, I could I could see maybe villages for the piglins. Maybe not a fortress. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't see them leaving like netherite inside these as rare as it is inside these uh villages for piglins maybe i'm thinking if any new block if any blocks are going to put you know you have your wood blocks and uh probably quartz maybe another way to gather quartz mm-hmm. but uh, um I don't, i'm I agreeing with you i don't think it's going to be a fortress or anything I think it's going to be a village, and I think it's going to be made out of the new wood types. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that because they only live in the crimson side, mm-hmm. so I don't think they'll use warp wood. There could be. I want to say we saw in one of those snapshot pictures a red in stone looking texture that we haven't seen yet. Well, I I think I saw the texture on the door. It kind of looked familiar. To oh, the door. Yeah. I think I saw right. the door and I was like, that's the block that Dud saw that we noticed in that picture. But I think yeah. you're right. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with I think they're just gonna use the new wood types. Oh. Yeah, maybe the the nether uh what's it the nether warp blocks. Maybe throw mm-hmm. those in there. I think netherite will end up being a treasure in those villages like how some chests have random bits like i think you might yeah. find a scrap piece laying yeah. around in one of those chests yeah the think, most yeah i don't think they're gonna let it be tradable even though i would really like it to be i think they want it to have that rare title over oh, yeah. diamond Mm-hmm. so i think it's gonna still be really hard to come by but that's a good question yeah yeah thank you frankly squirrel Mm-hmm. Not frankly, the quarrel. That's that's a does typo. Yep. All right. Our next comment comes from Obni. He says, "How would you solve the problem of the netherite block looking awesome, yet being pretty much unusable in survival in order to keep netherite <laughs> rare and valuable? Also, what other nether biome would you want to see?" Ooh. Yeah, nether biome. Uh, I want to, I don't know if you could call it another biome, but with the new, uh, wood types, I would like to see like piglin shipwrecks. Yeah. So kind of like we got in 113, but made out of the new wood, maybe these woods are what caused the piglin to be able to traverse the lava lakes. And now you're going to get those kind of shipwrecks. And that would be another area where you could find netherite treasure and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the netherite block. I don't know. It is such a pretty block. Like, I really, really like it. Um, but it because it's so rare, I think nobody will play with it unless you're playing a single-player world. And you're just, like, mining the crap out of the nether for your own fun. Hmm. 
I think in a multiplayer world, I I have a feeling in a multiplayer world, basically all of the netherite, once you get your tools and armor done, you're basically going to be giving that stuff away to your other server mates to kind of help them out get there too. Because mm-hmm. it's such a rare thing. At least that's the yeah. way it is on the ripple effect. We're very big on, hey, you need this, this, and this. Here, let me help you out. We're share. Uh, if you don't want to be given something, it's like, okay, well, we're trade. I need iron. If you give me iron, here's another right stuff like that. So. Yeah, the, it, it is. It's very, very rare. Rarer than diamonds. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it is the the most valuable item in the game as of right now, and. uh yeah, you're not going to be able to play with it as blocks. I I doubt. I I don't see a farm coming out. You can't farm diamonds. I, you, you probably can't farm this stuff. It uh generates what very very low in the mm-hmm. Nether. Uh, that I want to say between eight and twenty two is the best places to look. Well, uh, somebody found some like at Y level hundred or something yeah. like that too. Yeah, I I was gonna I was gonna ask if that was some kind of bug or I, I'm yeah. really not too sure because the the wiki I guess said they would spawn between eight and twenty two, but some people are finding them in the ceiling. Not much, like mm-hmm. very very little percentage, but yeah, yeah. Um, a new biome. I uh, never really thought about that with the the new biomes you see. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of satisfied with the three we got, but. A new one, I, I would kind of like to see, like a obsidian type of biome. Oh kinda, yeah, kind of like what they did on uh, Hermitcraft. I think it was Cup Fan made a obsidian biome. I would mm-hmm. like to see one of those because I don't know that like he made it look uh, like a burnt wasteland with the obsidian in there, lava running through it. Mm. It looks really still... good in the Nether too. Yeah. And it's different from those other two biomes, or other three and biomes we just it'd got. It'd be another place where you could get obsidian other than the end. Yeah. Yeah, you can get uh, loads of it there, all in bulk. Yeah. Another great uh, question. Thank you, Omni. Yeah. Uh, should we get to this week's Discord ad? Sure. That's you, Jimbo. Oh, yeah. This... <laughs> uh, take two. Uh, this yeah. week's Discord ad is from Jason. Go ahead and take it away, Jason. Hey friends, it's me, Jason, and I'm a member of the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to talk to your fellow listeners and give your input into the show. You might even get your question or comment read out on a future episode. Join the Discord today. Link is in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Duds 100% this message. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Thank you. Like I said, if you guys would like to do one of those Discord ads, just go ahead and join the Discord. Talk to me, Carl, or Jimbo. We'll get you hooked up with the script and everything. And one of the perks of also joining the Discord is you get to participate in our Block of the Week vote. This week, the choices were paintings, the grindstone, and a daylight sensor. And the winner of this week's Block of the Week is Drumroll Carl. Daylight sensors. Yeah, this one was a tight vote. Basically, it was tied all the way up to 
Sunday, I think it was. Oh, and we're yeah. like, hey, you guys need to vote some more because we have a three-way tie. And mm-hmm. the daylight detector barely slid in there and got it. So what the daylight detector does is powers adjacent redstone dust, including below, and redstone comparators facing away from the daylight detector. Uh, it powers those comparators to a power level that depends on the time of the day, the weather, and the daylight detector's skylight level. Very confusing. I wish they would just use the daylight sensor like a clock now, but mm-hmm. yeah. It powers adjacent redstone repeaters facing away up to power level 15, except for at night, which we've come to find out when I was building my clock. At nighttime, they only power to 10. And then it'll power adjacent redstone mechanisms, including above, below, such as pistons, redstone lamps, etc. A daylight detector has no effect on any other adjacent blocks. For instance, it cannot power a block the way a repeater can. Found that out, too. But Mm. yeah, so how I would improve the redstone uh, daylight detector, fix the night cycle and turn it into a clock so I can use it like a clock. Yeah. Sorry, that cough is not going away. But yeah, (laughs) when I was building that clock tower, the biggest gripe I had was that when you turn the daylight sensor to a night light sensor you couldn't get past power level 10 so it made it almost useless to really tell time but i did it anyways uh why are you jimbo would you make any changes to the redstone daylight detector well i have a bit of confession Mm -hmm. i've never used the daylight detector sensor yeah never used it once i i was going to a couple times with you know the day day night cycle so i haven't really got to play with it I know how it works and everything. Um, I do know you can make a wireless signal with the daylight sensor. I'm not too sure how it works, but I have seen that. But uh, I, I do agree with the, the clock cycle. Maybe make it some way you can go into the daylight sensor. I don't know what you could do in there, but uh, kind of like how you go into a crafting table and adjust things or you can go into I don't know maybe you can go into a daylight sensor and adjust it somehow maybe at midday it does something maybe in the you know certain time of the day you want it to do something you can go ahead and uh, put that on there maybe well, I'm thinking about like the way daylight cycles work in Minecraft is mm-hmm. it's literally just an image that spins around your flat world yeah. and you can have the code just reference the position of the sun to the daylight sensor and just say the daylight sensor will respond to the position of the sun as long as it has sky access instead of this weird light detecting kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a lot easier. It really would be. That's how I thought they worked, but I was wrong. (laughs) All right, so now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. What we like and what we didn't like of the snapshot. So what we're going to be doing is we're on Minecraft's uh, website with the snapshot 20W06A. And we're literally just going to go through each section, read off all the new stuff. 
and then tell you guys what we liked and what we didn't like. So the first section is blocks. And they added a ton of new blocks, such as the new wood types, the crimson stems, and the warped stems, basalt blocks, uh, crimson nylium, warped nylium, the new vegetation nether sprouts, crimson roots, and warped roots, the two new mushroom, or what they're calling fungi type, the crimson and warped, which mm. if you use bone meal on them, gives you the warped stems and Christmas, or crimson, Christmas, crimson you get, stems. You Christmas. Yeah. You have warped wart blocks, weeping vines that grow from the bottom block downwards. I think regular vines do that too, but they also grow sideways. So I don't know why that was such a big deal. Um, you have shroom lights, uh, soul soil, uh, you have soul torches, soul lanterns, and netherrack can spread the nylium. So let's get into what we liked mm. and what we didn't like of the new blocks. How about you, Jimbo? You go first. Well, I do want to congratulate you on pronouncing warped warp blocks your first time. That was that was pretty impressive. <laughs> But that stumbling like a, on crimson. Yeah, but Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Blue, you blue crimson. Uh, the new blocks. I, I, I really do enjoy them. I, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not too big on the woods though, because I I know you can use them other than wood, but redwood, blue wood. I don't know. I don't know how often I'm going to use it. It's just unnatural. Yeah. Which, it's a lot like uh, what's that purple block from the end? Purper, purper, duh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot like purper. It, it's a cool block, but nobody ever uses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar to that. I mean, the the good thing is you you get you know you get your stairs out of it, your slabs, your fences. You get more than just a block out mm-hmm. of j- those woods. So that's that's a plus. It it does need to be mined with a pickaxe, as of right now. Which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe that's a bug. But uh, my favorite, you know, of course, is the uh, the nether right block. But never, mm. never going to be able to use that. But I, I yeah. do like the basalt blocks in the soul soil. I think those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shroom light. I really, I really like how those grow in the trees. And I do wish you could dye it, like you mentioned. Yes, that would that be would... a nice feature for this block. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe that's just glowstone up there, but no, it's the shroom lights. They mm-hmm. were lights, or they they are a new lighting block. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, to make it dyeable, that'd be that'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, we had warped, or uh, we had the uh, what is it the. Uh, the nether the nether warp blocks already the warp warp blocks those those seem pretty interesting the same texture as the the nether warp but yeah again i i I guess i'm gonna have to play around with it see where i'm gonna use these things just because they're a different color maybe maybe i'll just build in the nether with them I'm with you. The new wood types, they're cool, but at the same time, they're such distinctive colors. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to use them. Um, I really like how to spread nylium. 
just bone mealing netherrack with a nylium block near it will grow it so that's really cool how to spread it yeah uh the soul lanterns and soul torches i really like oh yeah though the way they mess with light levels i'm not so much a fan of because i think they only go to like light level 10 instead of light level 15 yeah slightly more dim Mm -hmm. but they look so much cooler they do look really cool that blue that light blue Mm -hmm. another thing i really liked i forgot to mention this but a lot of the nether blocks now have new sounds yes and that they sound really really good Mm-hmm. and that's like, something you, you wouldn't think you'd bring up right you know but it's yeah it's it's very interesting and mm-hmm. very cool the sounds they put in there yeah my dislikes the shroom light texture um i think it looks okay. too much like uh i can't glowstone? think of the name yeah glowstone yeah it does um i like just you could have chose any color other than a variation of yellow, and you would have been fine. Um, yep. That's but why I you think gotta I'm, dye them. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, I think you should be able to dye the shroom light. Mm-hmm. It would make a lot of sense to have that light be the dyeable light. The other thing I dislike is the warped warp block. There's not a crafting recipe for that. You oh. can only grow it on the tree and then cut it down like leaves. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to be able to have some kind of warped wart that you can grow and then craft that block from, like we do nether wart. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it for my likes and dislikes. Should we move on to Crimson Forest? Sure. Alright, the Crimson Forest. Crimson Nylon carpets the cave floor with all kinds of strange new vegetation. Huge crimson fungi make up the quote-unquote trees of this forest with shroom lights lighting up the uh, forest floor. Weeping vines grow from the caves and ceilings in fungi. Hoglins wander these forests and crimson spores swirl through the air. That's one thing I really like about these new biomes is the little particle effects everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and they're all different uh, depending on your biome, the ambient particles. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how if you don't want to make a nether wart farm to get nether wart block, you now have a different way you can farm it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of it for Crimson Forest on the things I like. The dislike's really simple. We have a lot of red already in the nether, and then they brought in another red biome. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with a different color. Um, can't really do purple because of the end or a yellow, but like even orange would have been really nice. Yeah, well, there's a lot of lava that's orange, but it would oh, still yeah, that's true. the nether rack. You know, it definitely mm-hmm. takes up most of the nether. That's what you see is the red. But yeah, that's a good point. The uh, the red on red. You know, it's kind of yeah, it's a little boring. Mm-hmm. The blue kind of stands out a little more. Yeah, even Soul Sand Valley stands yeah. out like crazy. And I noticed the uh, in the Soul Sand Valley the the what the backlight I guess you can call it is blue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
remembered most of the fire that's in the Soul Sand Valley is blue. Yeah. So it's a really cool effect. Um, Crimson Forest that I like the most. I like how I like how the piglins are set to one biome. I, I, mm-hmm. I think it's better for spawn rates and stuff for them to be in one biome, you know, so you can find them in one area. Um, I imagine, you know, the pigmen will be there also. This does hurt. The Crimson Forest does hurt gold farms. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to bring up, too. Yeah. And uh, just can't build that anywhere now. Yep. And I do like the uh, the vines. I think those red vines look really cool. Mm-hmm. Those can be used in different scenarios. Yeah. My thing is, I don't want just a different color of vines. I want them to be able to do something different than the vines we already have. Yeah. Um, they made the overworld vines climbable. So I don't yeah. know if these weeping vines are going to no. be climbable. No, they're not climbable. Yeah, so it's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess they would just be, like, for aesthetic looks instead of use. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of anything just being for aesthetics. Like, well, I actually have this in Soul Sand Valley, so I won't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> the next section, other than Crimson Forest, is Netherite, but I want to skip Netherite and save that for the end. It's a hot topic, yeah. Because it's a huge topic, so... Let's go ahead and skip to uh, let's do Warped Forest since we just finished with Crimson Forest and they're such alike. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Warped Nylon that carpets the bottom of the nether, basically a blue grass. Uh, you have the Warped Fungi trees. They also have shroom lights that grow from them. Uh, it's got the dark blue f- uh, fog that covers the forest. Jimbo had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the blue particle effects, what they call spores, um, but it's also, quote-unquote, the least hostile space. We talked about this. It's full of Endermen. It's totally a hostile spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a bunch of skeletons wandering around, too, I noticed. Mm-hmm. I don't know about in that biome, but... I think the skeleton are just Soul Sand Valley. Yeah, that's where I see them the most. Mm-hmm. Um, for this, my likes is the fact that it's a new color in the nether Mm. Uh, i didn't really have any dislikes other than the fact there's no like warped nether wart to craft nether wart blocks Um, but that's not really anything wrong with the biome i think this biome is actually really well done and Mm. i really like the name the color everything that happens maybe the enderman part's a little annoying but if you go with the end you're used to it anyways yeah, it's kind of like they're given the nether like a good and evil with the warp forest. I mean, you get mm-hmm. your crimsons kind of like, like they said, you know, more hostile than the uh, the warped. Mm-hmm. Um, the part I like the most, probably the soul soil. I like how they added that with the soul sand. They go real well together. It's slightly different. And uh, how the blue flames... The blue flames throughout the biome really set it apart. That's probably... Well, that's another biome. What, the blue flames? With the soul soil? Oh, that's... Yeah, soul we're, soil we're, talking, we're talking about warp forest. Yeah, the blue yeah. forest. That's right. Yeah, we. I skipped 
the workforce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be using too many of those blocks. Uh, it'd be a great place to build, you know, because uh, it's not yeah. as hostile. Mm-hmm. See, the warped forces is where I would like to see the uh, piglins, but I think, like you said, they're having them in the Crimson Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be but... cool to see maybe some kind of ruins there, like there was life there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. So let's move on to Soul Sand Valley, since you're one to jump on that one. Yeah, I already started it. Yeah. So Soul Sand Valley is an open space filled mostly with soul sand and soul soil. Basalt pillars span from floor to ceiling. Fossil remains of unknown creatures from the past litter the valley. Ash falls through the air. A light blue glow envelopes the valley. And beware of skeletons here. Mm. What, Jimbo, do you like slash dislike Soul Sand Valley? Well, the soul soil... It's the first thing I brought up. The way it, mm-hmm. the way it uh, has the blue flames on there. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you were ever to light it, you do get the blue flames, which you know allows you to get the torches and the blue lanterns. Also, um, I I like how they put the uh, the bones throughout the the soul soil or the soul soul sand valley. I thought that was a really cool touch. How it's got a little bit of lore behind it. You don't see that too too much, uh-huh. but uh, how there's uh, you know supposedly ancient beasts that used to live there. I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, the basalt basalt pillars are really awesome to see. I don't know they're like breathtaking almost. You know just to see them from all the way uh-huh. from top to bottom. I I thought that was really cool touch. I'd have never expected anything like that. Um, yeah, that's. That's pretty much where I'm at on the Soul Sand Valley. I really, that that's got to be my favorite, especially with the ash, the ambient looking yeah. ash in the air in the blue background. I but agree that, with you. Between Warped Forest and Soul Sand Valley, that those are the best looking of the new biomes, and it's very close. But I think I lean with you. Soul Sand Valley is probably the best out mm-hmm. of all of them. Um, I really do like the blue flame. I think that was a cool feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like for it to add a little something different than regular flames, other than just new torches, new lanterns. Maybe like blue flame doesn't burn you, but it burns the undead or something like that. Since like pigmen can't die from fire, maybe blue fire can kill them. Mm. Yeah. Um. I know it doesn't. It doesn't burn your items. You can throw items in the blue flame, and it doesn't burn those. But I think that's just a glitch right now because I think Exumavoid mm. threw items in regular fire, and it didn't yeah. burn there either. Ah, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. So, I think that's a good feature. I think that should be a thing where if you throw mm-hmm. items in blue fire, it doesn't burn it, but like it yeah. hurts undead mobs or something like that. Uh, and it, salt. It, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I noticed if you do catch fire from the blue flame, you have a orange flame yeah. animation, which I, I think it'd be cooler if they made it a blue flame animation. I agree, 100%. Mm-hmm. If you walk into blue fire, you should be set on blue fire, not yeah. regular fire. Yeah. But the basalt pillars are absolutely gorgeous. Um, the block itself is a really nice block, but... 
my big complaint is other than look pretty it does nothing yeah I think it would be really cool if maybe you could work the salt into kind of look like the netherite block. Like if you put basalt through a furnace or a blast furnace, mm-hmm. maybe you can get like a decrepit version of netherite, but still give us a way to get that really cool texture without having to be broke all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing close to that is like the top of a smithing table. Mm-hmm. That's as close, and then, and then it's only the top. You know, you don't get the texture all the way around the block like you'd want. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I don't like is the amount of gas spawning is a yeah. little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, putting a gas farm in that area would probably be really nice. Yep. Probably oh, be yeah. a lot of slabbing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't want to ruin the biome. So I think, right. yeah, the gas spawns are a little get a little ridiculous let's get on to the hot topic for the 116 snapshot and that's netherite everyone wants to mess with the netherite so mm-hmm. netherite is a new high level material found in nether you can use it to upgrade your diamond gear to make netherite you have to find ancient debris which they have listed as in the lower depths of the nether so maybe it is a glitch that people are finding it so high up Mm-hmm. But you can refine the ancient debris into netherite scrap by using a furnace or a blast furnace. You can combine four nether scrap to four ingots to get the netherite ingot. And I think Ooh. it's nine netherite ingots to get that netherite block. Ooh. Yeah, you got to combine it with gold, nether scrap, and gold ingots. Uh, I thought that. It's a little twist. You don't see that too often. Mm-hmm. The netherite effects. So netherite items float in lava, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. They have higher enchantment value, so you're more likely to get a better enchantment on a netherite item than you are like a diamond item. Mm-hmm. I want to say for the longest time, gold items gave you the best enchantments. but Yeah, I think it still is. Yeah, gold is kind of a worthless item, so... yeah. Eh. Uh, netherite tools work faster and last longer than diamonds i want to say they don't work that much faster yeah but very slightly yeah they do they do more damage uh the armor has more toughness and durability which i really like they also give you knockback resistance which is really cool i like Mm. that and it looks cool i have to agree the black texture is okay but we're going to be talking yeah. more about what it looks like here in a second. I think that's all of what Mojang says about netherite. So let's talk about what we like and what we don't like. Start with you first, Jimbo. Well, uh, you got to love the durability and yes. uh, of this uh, of this item. Now, it's it's very very rare to, rare to get like like we said before, hmm. um, which makes you want it even more now am i gonna do you need this probably not right because because diamond tools and diamond armor are just a step below like barely a step i think it's like what 10 percent better than gold it's really not as much better i think the the best you can do is like another item can give you 500 extra durability compared to diamond 
but even then with mending is that really that big of a deal yeah exactly i noticed even with the uh the uh what is, uh beacon you're still getting about the same speed i i i was thinking like maybe the netherite tools they can mine things that you can't insta mine with a diamond tool or a diamond pickaxe like a cobblestone you can't yeah. insta mine it like maybe with the netherite you can with the uh haste 2 beacon i don't see why they couldn't give us that at least but I uh agree. but yeah i mean besides the, the fact that they float in lava means you can't lose them unless you fall into the void you can always come back for them so that's always a plus to get them to, or to get that item but yeah. uh yeah i uh, regardless if i need it or not i want it <laughs> because of how exactly. rare it is yeah um so a couple things i love the idea of netherite I love the idea that it floats in lava. I think that's awesome. I like the fact that it's a darker shade, almost blackish, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, the downfalls, like you said, it's so rare. And if you're playing on a multiplayer server, like the ripple effect's awesome because we all work together and we all try to help each other. But if you're playing on just like a public multiplayer server, you're not getting netherite. The second yeah. somebody has a portal and a diamond pickaxe, they're tearing through the nether to get all the netherite they can so they can hoard it for some godforsaken reason. Because that's mm. the way public servers are. If they're not hoarding diamonds, they're going to be hoarding netherite. Yeah. Um, I point. really like the no knockback effect on armor and the fact that it increases damage. I think that's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff I don't like is the missed opportunity to put netherite on a trident. So you could make Trident more effective outside of water. Yeah. I think that would have been cool to have that. Um, also, while the new shade of color is really cool, I think it looks really plain. Um, yeah. I think you saw that if you're any kind of Redditor or anything like that, within the day of this snapshot coming out, people were already changing the texture of the yep. armor and tools to add, like, gold flakes or diamond flakes mm -hmm. to the armor and it looks so good it looks way better than what moyang hate come out with um and the other thing it brings me to is i don't think you should do netherite plated diamond armor or diamond tools i think it would have been better to use netherite on golden armor and tools like, I still want the mm. end level to be above diamond, like, where it's at. But I think netherite with gold tools in armor makes more sense. And then it gives another reason why you should want gold tools and armor. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Is it only go on diamond, or could you put it on gold? As far mm. as I can tell, it only goes on diamond. Yeah. But uh, since you already have to make netherite out of gold, to me it only really makes sense to plate gold armor to get netherite armor. Yeah. Um, plus, I saw this one uh, on Reddit. We have links to a couple of the textures or whatever, but this one I saw today, this guy had an animated uh, gold vein through the armor, so mm. it would, like, sparkle 
which I thought was really cool. Um, my only problem is when you put like that enchanted purple wave that everyone has, uh, uh, it just doesn't look good anymore. I, I really don't like the enchantment glow, glisten, whatever you want to call it. I think that's really dumb. But that has nothing to do with netherite armor. I'm excited for netherite armor, but it's just so rare and kind of plain. I have a feeling on a lot of multiplayer servers, you're going to see data packs where you can trade with villagers to get netherite. It'll be some absurd thing. Like, you have to trade a stack of diamonds for a couple things of netherite or something like that. Yeah. I think you're going to see stuff like that so people aren't just in the nether for hours upon hours trying to get a netherite pickaxe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just so you know, the the netherite, it is fire-resistant for Mm. your items. You can't jump and swim in lava with it on. Yeah. You can get burnt, though your items and stuff will float to the surface. It can kill you still. You need the fire-resistant potion. Yeah, so you still need the enchantments and stuff, which means your cool black-slash-gray armor is now purple and glowing again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it'd be cool if they gave it a different type of glow. Like, maybe if you enchant it, it gets that diamond texture in it. That'd be cool. I think that's it. I think we covered all of the 116 snapshot. We kind of rushed through it because we were worried this podcast would be well over an hour if we took Mm -hmm. our time. But I think we got everything. Is there any other thing you would like to cover? Um, no, nothing that I can think of. There's some changes that I was thinking of, but maybe we could save it for another one. Yeah, because I'm sure there's going to be another snapshot this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there. this isn't set in stone yet, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how the piglins look, the uh, zombie piglin, and yeah, see what else too. they add. Yeah. Well, if that's it, you want to go ahead and read us out? Sure. Um... If you like the show, you can share it with all your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you would like to get in contact with the show, send an email to podcast at rippleeffectsmp.com. Tweet us or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. The links are all in the show notes. Yeah, and before I read my part, I want to bring up, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but looking at the analytics of the show, we are really close to 200 average listeners for the show, which is really awesome. Nice. So if you guys don't mind pushing the show out to your friends, if you have some friends that you know like to listen to podcasts and they just haven't found us yet, maybe give them a little tap on the shoulder, but like, hey, check out the weathering effect, they're pretty cool. Um, this show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl, He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be and not in a crimson forest somewhere. The amazing music you hear in the intro and outro was created by the one and only Decoy. And everyone's social media info can be found down in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink some milk now. Bye. See you later.